0: Hi, I'm Chris Brodnan, the 2023-2024 President of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. Hello, welcome to another episode of JLA Inside Out. My name is Marcelle Weeks, and I am podcast producer, as well as Mia Wells. November is Literacy Month and the Junior League of Atlanta is sponsoring a Literacy Walk. We're stepping into the Literacy Walk, November 4th, 11 a.m. to 3 at the West Side Park. And because of that, we have special guest Venetia Herring, who is chairing the Literacy Walk. Venicia, please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much for the introduction. I'm so glad to be here. Um, just to kind of reiterate my name, I'm Venetia Herring. I'm the the chair of the Literacy Walk. This is my third year um, with the Junior League, and so just really excited to, to lead such an impactful um, first fundraiser for the 2023-2024 season.
0: We're looking forward to it, and thank you again for being here. So tell us, why a literacy walk? Why is it so important to highlight literacy rates in Georgia? Well, first
1: of all, just going on the top of things, when you just think of literacy, why is it important for everyone to be literate, right? You know, literacy touches on so many aspects of not only uh, youth lives, but just our lives in general. Um, specifically with the, the Literacy Walk, it is a focus on our children. It is a focus on our youth and where they are in the categories of literacy. Um, with this specific event, the funds raised will support our community partners um, that we work with that possibly impact early childhood education and generational poverty. Um, so the Literacy Walk is in alignment with, you know, what we currently have on the on the docket for Journey to Literacy Programming.
0: Yes. And I see here that eleven percent of Atlanta public school children who are economically disadvantaged read proficiently by third grade.
1: Yeah, so when you think of those statistics, eleven percent of you know of Atlanta, um, I was just actually sitting with one of the the coaches that goes out into the APS, Um, school district, and who partners with um, principals and teachers in in coaching them in different arenas. And one aspect of of that arena is looking at where we are as far as things that are linked to literacy proficiency. So we're talking 11% 11 within Atlanta. And overall, as far as Georgia is concerned, currently it's 42%. Now, I know you just stated the fact of, you know, 11, 11%, and then when you think of all of Georgia, it's 42%. First of all, that's a disparity in itself, right? right. Just, between the, just between the difference between Atlanta and then all of Georgia combined. But even that 42% is not, not great, right? And so right. Um, although it is an improvement over the 37% that was recorded in 2015, so the rates of proficiency are increasing, um, what Literacy Walk Walk really does is raises awareness around literacy that the, the literacy rate and how um, what we do in the league and how our partner organizations, what they do, um, not only bring awareness to these gaps, but also set strategies in place to actually fill these gaps. Um, so Looking, I'm so glad that you once again um, started talking about the statistics because the statistics really do matter. Um, you know, where are we currently? where um, you know, where's the goal for um you know, the needle to be? We know it needs to be farther up than we are now with eleven percent within Atlanta and forty two percent across across Georgia. Um, one aspect that is definitely tied to those percentages that we've come to find, is the level of generational poverty. Um, That has been one of the key focuses that we've seen has had an effect on literacy. If we can improve the rate of the poverty level within Atlanta and the state of Georgia, we can help to increase the proficiency level of literacy. So we're not only just looking at the one aspect of Proficiency and literacy, but what are some of the core factors that get us to the place of shifting those gaps um, to to bring the actual literacy um, rate up? So, so thank you once again for for plugging into the to the rates and into the percentages.
0: Of course, Mia, you have had a
2: question. Yeah. And going back to the rates in Georgia, like what type of I know literacy walk is one of the main things that the Junior League does. But Mm -hmm. outside of that, what type of outreach programs could other people um, tap into or resources tap into to make sure that they're hitting those points to make sure their children or even middle school children um, are being more proficient when it comes to literacy?
1: So. Junior League in itself I'll take the Junior League first and I'll talk about just you know in general um, the Junior League you know we have something called journey to literacy programming and that's exactly and that's exactly yeah. what its his name actually states going out into the community and being plugged in actually going to schools um, you know reading to students right getting them engaged just in stories that they will find impactful um, to them, and and actually, you know, can actually you know touch them. Hey, you're reading this this book. So if I like this book that you're reading me, then I probably like this book, and they'll take that book and they'll read it on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely encourage individuals to tap into the journey, the literacy programming that you have within the league, um, and and be a part as a volunteer if you can, um, you know, as a placement. Um, but even if you just want to check in and be like, oh, I want to be a part of this this specific initiative that's happening this day, you know, plug into to the journey to literacy.
0: Awesome, one yes. Thing that was,
1: so a, another aspect of what what we can just do in general, I was talking to um, one of the superintend- superintendents um, within mm-hmm. the state of Georgia. And one of the things that was was stated was just the fact that, parents one need to definitely be plugged in, you know, not, mm-hmm. not plugged into, into the sense like, oh, you have to kind of sh- shadow your children's, you know, every every moment, but plugged into the aspect of encouraging you know, ch- encouraging your children, like right. knowing what programs the, the school itself has um, for them. There's some fun things that gets kids reading, right? right? They have the six flags here in Georgia that if you read a certain amount of hours, you get tickets to Six Flags. Nice, I didn't mean, know that. I mean, I have three kids. So I know for my three children, that was a definite encouragement. was like, yeah. okay, I, <laughs> let me read all these hours so I can get my free ticket to Six Flags. Yeah. Um, and what awesome. kid doesn't want to do that. Another right. aspect is tapping to what is your children's interest. You know, mm-hmm. in you know, when you're at a school, what is your what is the children in your school's interest? You know, as the principal, you know, as as teachers, as the as the media specialist. Right now, I know that my children are into manga. Right They're, the, you know there's the, So that is, is that the Japanese, Japanese anime. That is the Japanese <laughs> comic books. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you said anime. Because that's the, the time where it's, you know, those active, you know, things they watch on TV. But the mm. manga part of it is, you know, those books that are more media centers are starting to put into the libraries. And I find that mm. that that's great. Adding to what kids find interesting in this space right now, I have to say that while we have a plethora of comic books, my husband's been collecting comic books since he was five years old. Um, and too. <laughs> you're <just two? laughs> yeah. And and actually, my husband and I, our company, we actually create comic books. One oh, of the nice. things that
0: what's the name?
1: So, um, our company's name is Flare Nova, and the comic book that we just recently launched was now Children of Muse, and it touches on music and history. So, you know the, the you know awesome. for us. It's definitely essential to have edutainment as a part of the products that we we put out. Um, so kids get to learn without not really knowing they're learning. I guess is what we try to go for. <laughs> you know, putting right? In nuggets and, to, get
0: the, yes. to get that
1: br- their brain moving.
0: Right. And that's important um, that you mentioned that tapping into what they like because they will read. They they will read. Uh, mm-hmm. I have two children, as, um, two children who like to read. And then you said having the parents to tap in. Um, here's another suggestion. Uh, we love the bookstore. We love books in here, but we make it a big deal to go to the bookstore. Yes. Yeah. They enjoy that, and especially around the holidays, because you have all of that, you know, Christmas spirit in the air, and and making it about books. And I'm glad that you um, brought that up because a couple of weeks ago, um, State House Representative Deborah Silcox um, was here, and she also said the same thing you said about you know parents plugging in. What do they like to read? And then what you just said about making it fun, not a grueling assignment, mm-hmm. but having them to see that, you know, you're you're taking your mind into another place and, you know, wow. uh, becoming more interested in, in what you're reading. And so tell us about um, how Mayor Andre Dickens, the mayor of Atlanta, tell us how he is um, partnering with the Junior League on this literacy walk coming up. Oh yes, perfect. So, what we as a junior
1: league has been able this year is to partner with the Mayor Dickens' um, initiative called the Atlanta Year of the Youth. Um, so it's been an amazing um partnership and connection so far. And you know, for us, because the literacy walk and what we do as far as Um, the journey to literacy, and pretty much almost every single program that we do within the junior league can be tied to something that they're actually doing and working on. Um, So, you know, from from our perspective, it was kind of a no-brainer, right, to reach out to them and say, hey, let's partner on this thing called literacy. And they were, you know, definitely gung-ho Um, you know, to kind of move forward with us, you know, Mm. on on that particular effort.
0: And now a brief intermission for a special commercial break. In a post-pandemic
1: world, the literacy gaps for the children of Atlanta are staggering, with only 11% of economically disadvantaged students reading professionally by the third grade. How can you help? Lace up your shoes and join the Junior League of Atlanta and partners, the City of Atlanta's 2023 ATL Year of the Youth, on Saturday, November the 4th at 11 a.m for the GLA Literacy Walk at the picturesque Westside Park. By participating, you're raising awareness about the city's literacy crisis and supporting GLA in its efforts to make a positive impact toward filling literacy gaps in our community. For listeners of GLA Inside Podcast, we have a promo code just for you. When registering for the 2023 GLA Literacy Walk and Eventbrite, use promo code GLAPOD. That's G-L-A-P-O-D. Secure tickets a day and be part of the change.
0: Welcome back. Let's resume our podcast. So
1: not only are they partnering in name, they're actually partnering as partnering with us in the doing. Um, a portion of the program for the, the Atlanta um, Year of the Youth, their youth are going to be the ones creating a piece of a surprise for the literacy walk. Itself. Um, oh. So I know we'll probably get into that more. We as we talk about the day of programming, um, but they've been like like I said, a tremendous connection. You know, from us, you know, finding a location um, and securing location to us having support along the way. Uh, as far as um, you know, uh, councilman support. Um anything anything that's kind of tied to the city of Atlanta that we need to support with, they were the reach out um for us in, in those in those efforts for the literacy walk.
2: That's amazing. So like okay, so we were already talking about programming. Walk us through the programming for the day to let people know like what to expect and why to why to get these tickets for our literacy walk.
1: Okay, yeah, perfect. So our literacy walk. Day will start um, at eleven a.m. on November the fourth at Westside Park. If you guys haven't gone to Westside Park and seen how beautiful it is, first mm-hmm. of all, that's going to be your opportunity to actually do so. Is to come on out with us on November the fourth <laughs> to be part of be part of the walk. So that's so that's one. Just just arriving at eleven o'clock, <laughs> you know, to this this wonderful location. Um, and then you know, after everyone's checked in. They've got in their literacy walk gear. We're going to transition to something quite special. Um, We as a junior league has had the opportunity, the junior league of Atlanta is having the opportunity to actually have a proclamation uh, that has been created in the honor of what we do here as far as literacy is concerned and and all the great work that we're doing within, within the league. So that's another reason to come because you'll be part of a celebration of what we do as part as Junior League of Atlanta members and the efforts that we're doing to narrow those gaps um, and Mm. where proficiency and literacy is concerned. Um, And then, you know, after we have that joyous uh, celebration, we're going to jump in and we're going to go on a literacy walk. Um, and so the literacy walk this year is a storytelling literacy walk. And so we'll look nice. back into that surprise that I was just talking about from the Atlanta Year of the Youth. Actually, youth that are tied to a, a program, um, you know, under that on that under their heading will be the ones that create that story that you're gonna read along oh. the trail. Okay.
0: Oh, that um, sounds nice. <laughs> that sounds really nice.
1: Yeah, so we're we're plugging in youth as we go along, because it's about them, it's about our children, it's about our youth, we're doing it for them. So why not plug them into the day? So we wanted to make that an essential part of the day. Um, Also on the walk, you know, you're gonna read their stories, but you're also gonna see, we talked about statistics, you know, early on. You're gonna gonna see more statistics about, you know, literacy and, you know, things that are tied to literacy. Um, You know, along those trails, things that are going to pique your interest to see how you can actually partner in the community to, you know, improve the gaps, you know, on your on your own with your own families. So a lot is going to be going on those that particular trail. Um, I will say I did say those particular trails. So I'm going to have to kind of explain that there's actually going to be two trails. Oh. No, sort of. All is right. That a so switch that a- last year. This is a switch from every year that we've been the literacy walk. So, Westside Park allows us to do this. So, the bigger part of the trail is going to be 0.94 miles. So, if, if you, you want to walk only that 0.94 of the mile, that's fine. That's great. But there's going to be an extra 0.34 mile that's tied to that 0.94 mile. So, you'll start at the same. And at, you know, at a certain point, you can go on to the extra point three, four. And what we're calling that is going the extra mile for literacy. And like I said, the Westside Park is like the only venue that we were able to find that will allow us to go that extra mile. So, so we're excited that you actually, if you go that extra mile, you get an extra piece of the story. So once again, you begin the, you begin the walk the same you will split off to go to a a second portion and then we will end at the same okay so so that's one that's that's another um you know piece of the puzzle for the day and then after we're finished with the walk you'll jump into you know we're getting refreshed getting your treats and then we'll have like festival type of events we'll have games we'll have entertainment and this year we do have some special entertainment. I'm um, happy to announce like that we have America's Got Talent, Avery Dixon, who's going to be part wow. of our yes. yes. I love the fact that, you know, we here, we live in Atlanta. So we live, you know, part of a community that we have, you know, accessibility to c- celebrity um, yes. you know, type reach outs mm-hmm. that are more than willing, more than wanting to, you know, contribute. To the good and great things we have going on in our community, so so Avery's going to come along with us, and he's not only going to entertain us on um our stage space, he's also going to be one of the readers. Um, another one of our uh readers that we are definitely um happy to announce is the fact that we're um bringing along a Miss the newly crowned a Miss Atlanta, um and so Aaliyah is. Is she's just like well, what can I do? She's like, I'll do anything. Mm-hmm.
0: She, she's
1: like, this goes along. She's like, this goes along with the mission um, that I have, um, you know, for myself and for you know, represent representation of the city of Atlanta. So I was like, okay, bring it. Let's come on the journey with us, Aaliyah. So she's gonna be uh, slated for one of our as one of our celebrity readers, and she'll probably be also doing some other extra special things um, for that day as well. So we have you know, other celebrities that we're tapping. So, you know, so that's another reason to encourage to come. You'll you'll be hog-nobbing with some of Atlanta's greatest. And the great thing is they're going to be hobnobbing nobbing with some of Atlanta's greatest too, because everyone that comes out to the literacy walk is, is a celebrity in my book, because you're helping to make a change in our community by walking with us and by being a part of helping to increase the proficiency proficiency level um, in in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and, and with that, uh, the the last part of the day, once again, would just be just a day of fun and a day of just talking about literacy and awareness and plugging in with the different organizations that we're going to have on site to see what you can do, once again, to go that extra mile for literacy, even after the walk-ins. So, you know, so that's, that's pretty much how the day is going to be.
0: That sounds that. me too, Mia. That just and I'm excited because we're going. So ooh, I can't yeah. wait for this. <laughs> I love that it's it's just not a walk. This is an interactive, you know, read with, be a part of the story, entertainment, vendors. This, and it's for this, the family. This, so
1: that's yes, great. And it's, it's for, for the, the family. family. Yes. Oh, you know what? Oh, and my my husband would probably not forgive me if I did not mention, like there will be, as we were talking about comic books, children will have the opportunity to create their own comic book while they're
0: there that day. Oh, so,
1: Big school. Um, oh, they're going to yeah. love that. <laughs> and so, uh, so, yeah, so definitely, um, like just just doing a plug in for that. So we just have different types of interactive experiences for the entire family.
0: And so, of course, it doesn't end at the Literacy Walk. So when this great event is over, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we need to know what to do. But first, I want you to tell us what you've been doing over the years within the Junior League of Atlanta um, to help boost literacy, to highlight, you know, those rates and then things we can do to make them better. So what have you been doing in the Junior League around literacy?
1: Well, remember what I said at the beginning of our conversation of, you know, looking at what are some of those core causes, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it has been um, working with the organizations within Junior League that tap into decreasing those food deserts. Um, The Atlanta um, Community uh, Food Bank um, has been an amazing experience to volunteer and be placed at, Um, you know, like growing up in an environment where, um, you know, I was in project housing, we were, you know, subsidized. We were some days only um, having like a few cans of sardines to um, to eat, it's, it's really important to me to not only tap into, um, you know, the literacy aspect of, you know, getting our children to where they need to be is looking, at, like I said, at those core elements. And I know that, you know, if we can help, the generational poverty in our mm-hmm. communities, we can give our children the brain power to learn when they're in class settings, when they're when they're in environments where a book is putting put in front of them. They will have the energy to even read. Um, so, you know, junior league in itself just has so many different avenues that we can, we can actually help with that. There's, there's different programs um where you can go into the community and actually help build urban farm you know those urban um farm gardens um and so i encourage you know all of the if you have a high interest in literacy is to also look at those avenues that help us combat literacy like um like our generational poverty type programs
0: and um, they help tied.
1: tie into those yes
2: yeah. tied together
0: tied together mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. I know we're talking about, yeah, like we're talking about kids, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But what
2: about those children that actually slip through the cracks in their literacy? They fall in that percent that is not favorable for literacy. And now they're like teenagers. How do how do we help combat that? Like what are you what are some suggestions that maybe to assist with that area of literacy that may not be readily available to some people?
1: Well, you know what, it goes back into tapping into programs that is for, for that specific, you know, age group. Um, I had mentioned the Atlanta Year of the Youth, their mm-hmm. programming is geared towards getting children, I, and I hate, you know, I hate to, to do the cliche off the streets, but literally off the streets mm-hmm. and into programs that engage engage them in various ways engages their minds engages their creativity um and i feel like that is one of the most important things that we have to do for teens i know we talked about for you know with the children and, and going where they are as far as their their interest is concerned the same thing for teens mm-hmm. what are their interests how can we tap into their current you know interests? And and make it fun, make it exciting. I mean, there's no teenager on this planet that wants to go to something that's gonna bore them to tears. They wanna be a part of things that's going to, you know, pique their interest. Do they like sports? Get them into, you know, get them into a you know after school program. Do they like um gaming? Oh my gosh, gaming is such a big thing. And and kids may not know this and parents may have to tell them this. Is it the fact that you can actually earn money from gaming? There are professional right. gamers. Famous.
0: Yeah, there are. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I have a nephew who's 10 years old. Oh, my goodness. He beats every single game that he's a part of. I already know. He is going to be, in our family, one of our professional gamers. He told us. He's like, I'm going <laughs> <He has his, laughs> to. He has his favorite professional gamers. While there's some kids that have their favorite, uh, you know, basketball star on the wall, he has his uh-huh. favorite professional gamer on the wall. So it's that serious, but we we have to tap into their interests in order to get them off the streets. Um, I know from personal experience, and, and I know others who have been affected by the 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 high level of um I, I hate to actually say the high level of death rates here in the in the Atlanta community due to um, gang relations amongst our teens. Um, we mm. recently were impacted in December by a a teen that I taught Sunday school with and my children grew up with, uh, who passed away at Atlantic Station in December. And unfortunately it was due to being a part of the wrong crowd. You know, the pandemic did a number on our kids. It did a number on our kids as far as socially and what they were tapping into. And it did a number on our kids as what they're being engaged with. Instead of a book, they decided to pick up something else. And, you know, we want to navigate them back to things that are positive, back to things that will sow seeds into them so they can be productive members of our global society.
0: Right. Um, so yeah, I,
1: agree. I agree with that.
0: And that just emphasizes the importance of early um, childhood education exactly. so you can get them when they're young because I yes. can imagine how much more challenging it is to approach a teen and give them a book when it was not introduced to them at a younger age. So it it, it just emphasizes mm-hmm. the importance of the work that the Junior League is doing, as well yes. as the Mayor of Atlanta's um, program. Um, we need to get the kids reading, get them engaged, you know, now while they're young, before they're, they you know, age, because it's just so much to get into if you're not on the right track,
1: it's harder. So, you're right. That's why we have to get children early. Um, you know, most of the statistics that you'll see out there as far as children and youth literacy is usually in the area of third and fourth grade, because that is the critical point to where you can assess where children are going to do in other areas, how they're going to do in math, how are they going to do in science how are they going to do with, you know, plugging into different things because literacy is the key to unlocking so much more, so much more potential, you know, in our children and in other areas.
2: Well, we really
0: appreciate you, Venetia Herring, spending some time with us on our podcast today and um We will let you close it out, um, just giving us that last final push for the Literacy Walk. What if people cannot make it to the Literacy Walk? Are there other ways for them to contribute?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, You too can go on to Eventbrite, and we have something special called a Phantom Walker. So, um, you know, oh, you know what? While I'm actually mentioning the Eventbrite, and the, the phantom walker, because once again, that's a way for you to participate um, with this particular fundraiser, we have a special treat for JLA uh, podcast listeners. So if you're listening right now to this podcast, you're going to be able to use a special code um, to get a discount. So if you plug in to Eventbrite for any of the levels, that's the adult ticket, the child ticket, um, the Phantom Walk ticket, if you use JLA Pod, that's POD, you'll have the opportunity to get a discount on your ticket. And this will be from now until we walk. So if you come there day of and you're like, oh, I didn't register online yet, we got you because you can still go <laughs> online the day of the walk. Um, so, you know, if you're a last minute, you know, person, and you're like, oh, I don't know how my schedule is going to be. It's Okay. And if you're listening once again, you can use the code GLA pod and you'll still get the discount the day of.
0: I so. love a code. I love a code. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I just encourage everyone to participate with the 2023 Literacy Walk because what you do is just going to go a long way to helping the Atlanta and the Georgia community.
0: Awesome. I'm looking forward yep. to it. Um, I know we're all looking forward um, to the walk, especially with this agenda. You have to go on Eventbrite and read that agenda.
2: I'm I'm really excited to go. Mia, are you going to go? I'm going to try to. Now I want to see these special guests that pop up. (laughs) That's something I'm (laughs) into.
0: yeah you too i was kind of on the edge of my seat like wait a minute celebrity guest oh i know i'm going now I know. Time, <laughs> to jump in. time to jump if in if i get
2: my literacy walk and paparazzi day going on at the same time right okay. exactly yeah. that would be
0: good well yes yeah. this was a good talk literacy is important it's november pick up a book we all need to read more well Thank you for joining us for this uh, podcast episode with Venetia Herring, Literacy Walk. Make sure you go on and get your tickets and we will see you next time. Thanks, Venetia. Thank you. The Junior League of Atlanta is a dynamic organization of women who are committed to making a lasting and transformative impact on our community. We develop and train our members to become informed volunteers who take on unique and targeted service opportunities. As a diverse group of women, we live, work, and play in Atlanta and believe community involvement will make the largest impact with over 100 years of service, you would be hard-pressed to find an organization in Atlanta that has not been impacted by a woman in the Junior League of Atlanta. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at